The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Exploring our oneness with spirit and each other. Unity Online Radio. Welcome to Spirit of Recovery, the place where spirituality and recovery meet, with Rev. Anna Schaus, Ph.D. from Soul Matters Ministry in Olympia, Washington. If you'd like to join in the discussion, email us at spiritofrecovery at unity.fm or call into the program with your questions. Now, here's your host, Rev. Anna Schaus. We're glad you're listening with us today. And Spirit of Recovery is the place where spirituality and recovery meet, where we support your spiritual growth in recovery. My name is Anna Schaus, and I am your host. And I want to thank you all for listening today. We're glad that you're out there, glad that you're joining us. We've got a great program today, as always. Today, my guest is uh, the humorist, the singer, and the songwriter, Greg Tamblin. He's going to be sharing with us about how it's good to have a laugh at ourselves and how that's a a really uh, great part of the recovery process. And um, thank you all for letting your friends know about the Spirit of Recovery. And thank you for visiting our Facebook page and for uh, sharing your comments with us. We are glad to be broadcasting on the topic of recovery on Unity FM, Unity Online Radio. And we really like hearing from you. And so as you're listening today, we'd be glad to have uh, an email from you with a comment or question for my guest Greg. Or you can give us a call. And that phone number is 888-558-6489. And um, we love hearing from you. We love hearing how the spirit of recovery is touching your heart and uh, changing your life. We love sharing on these recovery topics on ideas that get you thinking and that get you uh, engaged in opening up some new ideas and some new inspiration and new thoughts about this process called life and recovery. Every week we've got uh, guests that are down to earth and we talk about topics that are important to the recovery community. Our guests are either people who are in recovery themselves or who work with recovering people or who, uh, as our friend Greg does, addresses a lot of the issues um, through his music and through his humor that are relevant to recovering people. We always are bringing you practical information uh, that you can use and lively discussions that get you thinking. Know that in addition to being with us live today, that you can always listen to our archives. We've got a great, um, over a year's worth now, of wonderful shows on our archives. And that's on www.unity.fm slash program slash spirit of recovery. 
Um, you can also listen now on our mobile on your mobile listening devices, and um, you can also visit us on our Facebook page. Spirit of Recovery is a welcoming place, and we know that recovery is a big tent. And so if you're a person that's in recovery from any kind of an addiction, or if you're a family member in your own recovery as a family member, or you're a family member or friend of somebody that's got the disease of addiction, whether or not they're in recovery, or you're simply somebody that's interested and curious about the process of recovery and you just like some more information or just like to hear a bit of uh, What's it all about? Uh, We welcome you and welcome your participation in our discussions. Again, my name is Anna Schaus, and I'm your Spirit of Recovery host. I'm a unity minister and an addictions counselor. I'm also a person who has in my circle of love and friendship many people with the disease of addiction, and uh, that's been a part of my life for 30 years in engaging in my own process of active personal growth and spiritual development and recovery. And my uh, spiritual walk is an integration of the unity principles and recovery principles. And that sure keeps me growing. And I'm very grateful and very delighted to have the opportunity to share with you about recovery and also to hear what you're experiencing in your spirituality and recovery. Today we're talking about it's good to have a laugh at ourselves. And uh, we're going to be exploring and the topic of humor and why that matters in recovery and how it can be a great uh, boost and how it's really essential to the recovery process. And also, um, we're going to be just laughing a lot today, I hope. Uh, Greg Tamlin, my guest, is a singer and songwriter. He's a humorist. He's been uh, doing his work out there in the world for over 20 years. He uh, says he was born to raise eyebrows. And he is uh, an award winner. He's won lots of different awards for his music and for his humor. He presents at conferences all over the place, and he has produced uh, numerous CDs. He's an excellent uh, songwriter, and his songs always have depth, and many, many of them also have humor in them. And I can remember the very first time that I ever heard about Greg was probably back in the early 90s. And uh, that was when he was presenting his music at an adult children of alcoholics conference and uh, getting us rolling in the aisles. Um, So uh, it's a joy to be talking with you today, Greg. So welcome to Spirit of Recovery. Thank you so much. I'm thrilled to be on your show, Anna, and and, um, I know it's going to be a lot of fun. It is. It's it's good stuff. So uh, I know, obviously, you like to laugh and... Humor is a really important part of your life. Uh, why? What is it? What's, why does it matter so much? Why do you like humor? Mm, you know, I think, I think we all like humor. <laughs> but I was really drawn to it as a kid. I, just, I had a lot of friends and family members that were funny, and I didn't think I was particularly, but I saw that it was uh, way more fun to be funny. And so I kind of learned how to do it. And I was also drawn to songs. I was I was always kind of into singing and music. And I was drawn to songs that were funny as a kid. And when I got older and became a songwriter, it was a natural thing to just write songs that were funny or tried to be funny, I should say. And then uh, as an adult in my 30s, when I got into Al-Anon, and because I have addiction in my family, um, I became I became acutely aware of 
and I can't say enough about Al-Anon, but I became acutely aware of of why all these uh, feelings I had were so so overwhelming, and these challenges just seemed so so huge, and and it just sort of naturally occurred occurred to me to write songs about it, and if I could if I could have some fun with it laugh about it it just didn't seem like such a big deal like i wasn't going to just blow up or fade away or anything from all of these challenges of addiction in the family and and what they had basically done to me so that's kind of where it all came from it was really just sort of sort of an organic process yeah, so it's like it, that humor really does lighten things up. Like you said, it can it can take things that are so heavy and so hard, and it it shifts them. So you've got the energy, or you know, it it makes it all look like okay, I can do this. This is possible. It's possible. Yeah. Yeah, that's when, exactly the way to put it. It shifts your perspective, so all of a sudden it doesn't seem like as much of a mountain to climb. It, it's like, oh, well, if I can laugh at this, then I must be able to live. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> survive and thrive. Good point. Well, you've got a song. Uh, you're gonna, we're going to hear uh, lots of uh, clips from some of your music today, some of your humorous music, and you've got lots of kinds of music. It's all good stuff. But uh, let's hear uh, just the little soul hanging out in space. Before we hear that, how, set it up for us, Greg. How did you come to write this one? Well, this was this was really the first thing I wrote after I I became aware of so much that was going on that I was dealing with, and and it did seem overwhelming. And I I just thought, well, I just got this crazy idea that you know maybe it's maybe I chose it, <laughs> maybe I signed up for this, and and uh, it was sort of a way to explain it to myself, to take responsibility, and also to have some fun with it. And fortunately for me, a lot of people over a long period of years have related to this song, and it's, it's really um, it's been so fun for that to happen. So this is kind of an excuse. This is my excuse song for being the way I was 20 years ago. All right, here we go. Just a little soul hanging out in space. Space, getting ready to come into the human race. God came over and he said to me, Well, kid, what you want to be? It's time for you to go get a life where you don't have to have no struggle or strife. You can live a life of comfort and ease, worldly pleasures, do as you please. I could give you parents with lots of money, Southern California. Bright and sunny, tall and handsome, a movie star, sexy party, expensive cars, or maybe an athlete with rhythm and grace. You could do the Olympics, win every race. Confidence just a oozing from you, and the women, oh, they're gonna love you. Or maybe you'd like to help those in low places, like my gal in India, Mother Teresa. But you don't have to mess with the dirt and the scum Being the Pope is a lot more fun Or how about a yogi with magical powers You can levitate for hours and hours 
Teach everybody to walk on hot coals Sell books and tapes by the truckload What do you say, kid? You make the call You can have any part or you can have it all But you just tell me what you want to be And I'll give it to you It's my guarantee, yeah Just stood there with my mouth open Cause hell, you know That's what all I've been hoping But while I was deciding to choose which one I thought, well, maybe I'll just have me some fun Cause me and God, see, we're pretty tight And I know God likes a good joke, all right So I figure I'll pull his leg for a while See if I can make the old boy smile So I say, Father, oh, mine You know all that glory Tell you the truth, sounds kind of boring. I want a life with some challenge to it. You know something, I gotta work to get through it. I don't want fame and easy success. I want to be shamed and easily depressed. With various physical and mental afflictions. Might as well throw in multiple addictions. I don't need life to be a sweet dream. I want writer's block and low self-esteem. Sensitive skin and food allergies When I get around girls Make me sneeze God, you're the Lord of all creation Go ahead, God Use your imagination Make me wish that I had more height Give me claustrophobia Stage fright Prone to worry Riddled with doubt Thinking I'll never figure life out Obsessed to be number one But too damn lazy to get anything done Yeah, that's it, God That's what I want to have And then I'd just shut up So he could laugh Well, God looked at me with a puzzled brow And he shook his head and just said Holy cow For a minute he stood there pulling his beard Then he said, kid, you're pretty damn weird I know you're just playing the fool But this time, kid, the joke's on you And then he grinned at me and he yelled, Shazam! And that's my story And here I One, Greg, good one. So that, Thank so you. that's the excuse. That's how come we are how we are, huh? We were trying to pull a joke on God. I think it must have worked that way for me. You think you so? Know, actually, I, I, it, it, I, I, I love um, Scott Peck, "The Road Less Traveled." Mm-hmm. And there's a quote. That's always helped me that he said, if, he said, if you start from the premise that life is not supposed to be easy, then everything makes more sense. And I don't know if everybody agrees with that, but I just feel like, yeah, you know, we're all here to learn some things. And some of us may have signed up for some tougher things than others. And not saying that my life is especially hard because some people obviously go through much worse than I've ever been through. But uh, it just it just it just helped me to take responsibility to think that oh God has a sense of humor. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, it is. It's almost like the idea that it's supposed to be easy is a trap that gets us all balled up and angry about it's the way it is. It, it really does create a different sense of energy when you think it's not, maybe it's not supposed to be so easy. You're supposed to learn. Yeah, I mean, you know, if you want to get stronger, you don't, you know, you don't put no weight on the bar. If you want to lift weights, you have to put more weight on the bar to get stronger. And it's, I think sometimes we need that. Those challenges are what help us to develop our gifts and our strengths. We have to be challenged a little bit. And, and certainly, uh, you know, my addiction primarily was one of codependency and relationships early on. Uh, and it took, it took getting into recovery to realize that, that, that this was how I was using relationships, was to make myself feel okay. And that's a, I mean, speaking of traps, <laughs> that's a big trap. Um, so, uh, well, I forgot what I was going to say about that, but um, certainly when we're, we're challenged in relationship, which is, you know, the more intimate the relationship, usually the bigger the challenge is, the, the more opportunity for growth. Um, so that's kind of kind of where I came from. That was my first awareness in recovery. Holy cow, look what I'm doing with these people I'm in relationship with. Right. Is it sort of like trying to get from other people what it, it's almost like our own self-concept gets all balled up. We're trying to get other people to make us feel better or make us like ourselves or something when it's really we are sending ourselves a lot of negative messages and there's nothing anybody can do to to change that, it's like we have to change it ourselves first somehow. Somehow, that's exactly right. You know, it's if if uh, if your whole peace of mind and your happiness is wrapped up in how somebody else treats you or behaves around you or whether or not they like you or love you, then are you ever going to be happy? Are you ever going to have any peace of mind? I don't think so. Right, so, yeah. That's the, the beauty of... You know, recovery is getting in touch with that and finding out, hey, you know what? It's up to me. So that song that we played, I mean, that was really helpful for me to sort of step back and say, hey, this is, this is my deal. This isn't about anybody else. No matter who I know that has addiction problems and how they've affected me, this is my deal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's really huge. I mean, when especially when it's a situation where where it's your family member, and and that can happen to anybody, whether or not you're a person that has substance addiction as well. Or, I mean, most of us have family or friends that have um, addiction, have that disease. That in the end, when we realize it's my life, it's you know they're doing what they're doing, but it's not about them. That changes everything, and. That in itself is recovery, is realizing, look, I've got a life and I'm responsible for it. So it's, that's amazing. It's, it's time for our break. So we're going to take a break right now. When we come back, we're going to hear some relationship songs. We'll be right back. You're listening to Unity Online Radio. This programming is made possible through the generous love offerings of listeners like you. If you feel spiritually fed by this programming, we invite you to contribute. Go to www.unity.fm and click on Donate Now.
from on the air to on the sea. Pack your bags and come with me. Hey, hey, what you waiting for? An early winter rendezvous with all the things you love to do. Hey, hey, treat yourself to more. A little more summer, a little more sun, a little less work and a lot more fun. A little more beach, a little more sand, a little less stress and a lot more pain. Join your favorite Unity Online Radio hosts for Cruise in the Caribbean, November 10th to 17th, 2012. On this fun-filled Caribbean adventure, enjoy sunshine, exceptional dining, and island excursions. Feed your spirit with music, message, and meditation, plus one-on-one time with some of your favorite hosts. That's Cruise in the Caribbean, November 10th to 17th, 2012. To learn more, go to unity.fm slash cruise. A little more sunset, a little more sea, a little less do and a lot more be. Wondering what's happening at Unity Village? Join Dean Ted Collins and guests each Monday at 2 p.m. Central Time as he hosts Village Events and Voices from Unity Village. Stay connected with Unity Village and get news on retreats, special events, newly published authors, and various ways you or your center can be part of the many exciting opportunities Unity Village has to offer. Tune in to catch live interviews of Unity speakers, authors, and newsmakers. It's Village Events and Voices with host Ted Collins, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Listening to Spirit of Recovery, the place where spirituality and recovery meet, with Reverend Anna Schaus, Ph.D. If you'd like to share your questions, comments, and experience with today's topics, call us now or email us at spiritofrecovery@unity.fm. We now return to Spirit of Recovery. Welcome back to Spirit of Recovery. We're really glad that you're with us today. And if you're just joining us, our topic is: It's good to have a laugh at ourselves. And my guest is Greg Tamblin. He's a singer and a songwriter and a humorist. And Greg uh, says he was born to raise eyebrows. And he's uh, been sharing with us uh, his humorous songs and his humorous uh, approach to life and to recovery. He's a, a family member uh, in, in his own recovery as a family member of those with the disease of addiction. And he's been sharing with us a bit about what his walk has been and how his uh, creativity and his humor and his art are a part of that recovery and how really he's had a great effect on other people and certainly on me. But before Greg and I um, continue our conversation, I want you to take me, take, join me in a brief moment called the Serenity Minute. And just let's take a moment to breathe and relax and let's uh, join in this cr- constructive idea. I get to enjoy being a human among humans. I get to laugh and enjoy life. I get to enjoy being a human among humans. I get to laugh and enjoy life. I get to enjoy being a human among humans. And I get to laugh and enjoy life. Thanks for joining me in the Serenity Minute. And now we're back to our conversation with my guest, singer, songwriter, and humorist, Greg Tamblin. 
And uh, Greg, we were just talking there during the break. You were telling me a little bit more about that song we just heard, A Little Soul Hanging Out in Space, and um, how, you know, obviously it was a way for you to get perspective. Um, you did perform at adult children conferences. You said you had just written that song. You were trying to get some perspective on your own life and the things you were dealing with with your family. And so how did it uh, affect you to perform your music at adult children of alcoholics conferences? What happened for you? Well, the light went on, basically, is what happened. And I realized that here was a niche that I could fill that that had people that related to what I was singing about and could understand all the jokes, <laughs> you know, were right there on my path. So it really turned my career in a different direction, and I'm, I'm just so grateful that it happened. Um, I don't think there are really too many accidents, and I don't know if this is one, but, but it definitely seemed like fate, you know, that I was guided down this path. And, boy, I'm just so grateful because I haven't looked back. Great. And I know you were telling us that, uh, too, obviously the relationships issue is a big deal for people uh, and a lot of people in recovery. And uh, for those of us that are family members uh, in our own recovery, relationships are the, they are the issue. So you have made it one part of your campaign to save the world from whiny victim love songs. So tell us about that. How are you, how's the campaign going, Greg? <laughs> are you saving us? I hope yeah. it's going well. I don't actually have any metrics, but, um, you know, it just it occurred to me when I really started paying attention to lyrics and songs and when I was working as a professional songwriter, and, and I was getting all this awareness about recovery and relationships in recovery, and it was so obvious that there are so many songs out there that give us bad messages, bad training about relationships, about about what they're supposed to be for. And as I said before the break, you know, my, my whole addiction in, in uh, relationships was using these relationships to, to be okay. Well, there's so many songs where that's the message. If you, if you just love me, I'll do anything. And if you don't love me, I must be worthless. I must, I must... Life must not be worth living. But if you love me, I'll accept any kind of pain. So that's when you know you've you've wandered into the realm of true sickness. And there's so many songs out there that say this kind of thing that I've been collecting them. And, and so I have these comedy bits I do called the Top Ten Whiny Victim Love Songs. And it's really hard, of course, to get it down to ten. But there's, uh, there's just hundreds of funny ones. So that's where this comes from. Okay, so here's my guest, Greg Tamlin, with whiny victim love songs. Here we go. Wouldn't it be great if it was that easy? We could just write a new script. But we have to, we have to deal with people in the real world. It's a little more difficult. So uh, people don't like to be controlled. The other extreme, of course, is giving control away, giving control of how we feel away to somebody else. Let, let that be determined by uh, what they think of us, our peace, our happiness, by what somebody else thinks of us. Uh, we, we get actually a lot of training from our culture to do this. I don't know if you've ever thought about this much, but there's a great example I can give you. Have you ever really listened to how many sick messages there are in songs? 
and they're all over the place. Uh, I collect these, and and uh, <laughs> I'll just give you a few examples to show you how pervasive this is. And some of these are rock and roll, country, R and B. It doesn't matter. They're everywhere. Today is, of course, the anniversary of uh, Elvis's death. Elvis was no slouch in this kind of thing, so we'll we'll start with one of his. Treat me like a fool. Treat me cruel, but love me. Break my faithful heart. Tear it all apart, but love me. So, Smokey Robinson, I know you know this. I don't like you, but I love you. Seems like I'm always thinking of you. Though you treat me badly, I love you madly. Really got a hold on me. Let's see. Maybe you know who did this. Can't smile without you. Can't smile without you. Feel sad when you're sad. Feel glad when you're. Take your temperature to find out how I'm feeling. think I look bad with a smile for you haven't let me wear one in quite a while still I keep coming back those are masterful especially that that, that last one is the ultimate codependent song is, is you don't want me to you don't like me in a smile, and you won't let me wear one. It's like, all right. I don't think I have my own life here. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah, it, get, it helps to laugh at it. It really does. It gets it, gets it, gets that truth out, in not in not such a painful way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, just I mean, think about the, the cumulative effect of uh, of growing up listening to music most of your life and and the cumulative effect of thousands of those songs coming into your brain as an impressionable kid, teenager, adolescent, you know, by the time you get to adulthood, no wonder we're confused. That's right, yeah. We're like, what is it all about? What's the point? What are we supposed to be, how are we supposed to have a relationship? How does it mm-hmm. work? Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Another issue that's a big one for people in recovery is the issue of the illusion of control. And uh, that, you know, that thought that we can, if we can just manage those outer circumstances, it's all going to be good. And uh, that one persists, I don't know, I think that's a human condition, but it sure persists into recovery and it's a big deal. So you've done a little thinking about that and a little songwriting. What's the perspective on that one? Yeah, control issues, of course, are a big, big deal in relationships because uh, it just comes right out of the top ten whiny victim love songs. If if I can control you or if I can let you control me or if how you behave controls how I feel, 
there's just so many different layers and complex interweaves of of control and there's a song that I do that um called Railroad Bill, which is actually not one of my songs. It was written by a brilliant guy named Andy Breckman, who used to write for Saturday Night Live. And so I can say that I think this song is brilliant because it, it just goes into so many different aspects of control. And it's such a metaphor for so many different parts of life. Uh, but we could play that, and then we could talk a little bit about control if you want. Sure. Sounds good. Here's Railroad Bill by Greg Tamlin. Railroad Billy was a hard-living man. He used to take his women two at a time. And everyone agreed he was the baddest engineer that ever driven down the Santa Fe line. His name was known from the folks back home to the tippy-top of Telegraph Hill. And all the little boys when they were sneaking cigarettes used to dream about Railroad Bill. Now one day Bill was walking along and he saw a kitten stuck in a tree. When he saw what's the matter, he ran to get a ladder to set that kitty cat free. Bill said, no, ain't gonna do it, ain't gonna climb up no tree. This is a stupid, stupid song and no folk singer's gonna make a fool out of me. I said one day Bill was walking along and he saw a kitten stuck in a tree. When he saw what's the matter, he ran to get a ladder to set that kitty cat free. Bill said, no, ain't gonna do it, ain't gonna do it, she said. This is a stupid, stupid song, and as far as I'm concerned, that cat can stay there till it's dead. I said, wait a minute, Bill, you can't argue with me. For God's sake, I just made you up. I got the pen in my hand, I want you up in that tree, and I want that cat unstuck. Bill said, no. I hate cats. Ain't gonna climb for no cat. Why don't you have me save some beautiful girl who's been tied down on a railroad track? I said, maybe there'll be room in the eighth or ninth verse, but right now I want you up in that tree. I'm the writer, man. I got the pen in my hand, and you're supposed to listen to me. He said, you slime ball, why should I listen to you? You should be listening to me instead. I'm a railroad man, and if I was real, I'd separate your face from your head. You ungrateful brute, I cried. You pushed me too far. I gotta show you I can do as I please. So then an earthquake came, and it shook the whole terrain, and it brought Railroad Bill to his knees. And then a tidal wave broke, and everything got soaked, and Bill was almost completely washed away. Then a big green monster from the planet Neptune landed and bid Railroad Bill on the leg. I got the pen in my hand. I can do what I want. I'm a bright new young talent on the rise. So get your butt up that tree or I swear you ain't gonna get out of my folk song alive. He said, you don't scare me. You might be funny, but you don't scare me. If you don't leave me alone, I'm gonna tell everyone where you stole this melody. But before he could speak, his tongue fell out, could not make a sound. Then he jumped on top of me and he grabbed me by the neck, pulled me to the ground. Then he hit me in the face and hit me in the stomach real hard. I think he almost broke my nose. But just then a lightning bolt came out of nowhere and struck him between the eyes, killed him instantly. The cat came down from the tree. 
Had a bowl of warm milk, went to sleep for the night. Railroad bill is survived by a wife and three small children. Dear God, I love to write. Well, I, I can certainly recognize that battle in the head. <laughs> you've been there? You've had that battle? I've had that battle. I have indeed. I sure have. Yeah. 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 It, it's not exactly a uh, win-win form of conflict resolution, that song. Um, yeah, it's just, um, you know, it's... It's just so amazing how we we try so hard to to make things work the way we think they should work. We get really emotionally involved in the outcome of trying to control everything the way we think it should happen and and um so this song is a great metaphor for that and for all kinds of other things I think. It's just, you know, when you, when you try to control the universe, well, it's a big job. You know, it's pretty stressful. It sure Yeah, it is. It takes a lot of time and energy, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. It sure does. Yep. I know that uh, one thing, too, that happens for people in recovery is that uh, people can tend to maybe relieve, be relieved from one type of uh a substance or a process addiction or whatever, and then uh, another one can pop up or one that was on a deeper layer can can pop up or sometimes society almost creates new opportunities. And, and uh, you've written about technology addiction or how we can distract ourselves with that. Tell us about that. You said there's some research about this. Yeah, uh, it's it's very interesting, all the studies that are going on now about multitasking and i could i could talk to you about several of them but there's one um from a medical group that showed that multitasking actually raises all the stress hormones adrenaline and cortisol so multitasking becomes an addictive behavior there's another one from the university of michigan that showed that multitasking decreases our efficiency from 20 to 40%. There's another one from England that showed that multitasking lowers our IQ more than smoking dope. Wow. And, yeah, that's and scary. And going on now at Harvard that's still going on, but they have early results. And the, the lead, anybody can sign up for this study if you have an iPhone or a smartphone. You sign up with uh, the people at, at Harvard, and uh, the, the lead scientist will actually email you several times a day with two questions. What are you doing right now, and how happy are you? And uh, believe it or not, the, the results from about eight months now of this study, the, the early results are showing that the happiest people are, are actually in the bedroom doing something specific. But in general, in general, what it shows is that the people that are doing one thing and are absorbed in it to the exclusion of other things are up high on the happy meter. And the people that are trying to do five things at once, balance a bunch of different chores and, and do them all at once, are way down at the bottom of the happy meter. So it seems pretty evident that 
our amazing, marvelous, fabulous human brains, which can do so many incredible things, actually not only work better doing one thing at a time, but are happier doing we're one gonna, thing at a time. And with that, we're going to take a break, a quick break, and we'll be right back, and we're going to hear some more about why multitasking is not a good idea. We'll be right back. Okay. Affirm the good that flows within you and stretch to reach your divine potential with daily inspirational messages from Daily Word. The present moment is the point of action in my life, my opportunity to create my bliss. There is no need to ruminate on the past or daydream about the future when I can do something constructive with the now. Taking advantage of the present moment is like waking up in the morning. I'm no longer in a dreamlike state. Instead, I'm fully awake and aware of what is before me. Why postpone the life I desire? Right here and right now, I can begin creating it. That may mean making a business plan, enrolling in school, or moving a relationship to the next level. Whatever my dreams, I can advance them in the present moment. Guided and supported by God, I live my best life now. Daily Word magazine is now available in a digital format. A one-year subscription to Daily Word Digital Magazine with audio is only $9.95. That's less than three cents a day to start your day right, centered and connected to the truth within you. To learn how you can subscribe to this online interactive magazine, go to www.dailyword.com. Universe Responding Universe Responding How do you really transform that thought you've held in your mind into a reality in your life? How do you work in partnership with God to co-create the life that you've always imagined? One way is through the Universe Responding Spiritual Model for Life. Each week, Valerie Crabtree will share how to use the universe responding elements and principles to co-create your life through continuous communication with your higher power. She'll answer your questions using this practical, understandable concept, and your life will change. Listen to Universe Responding on Monday mornings at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern, here on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. Listening to Spirit of Recovery, the place where spirituality and recovery meet with Reverend Anna Schaus, PhD. If you have a question, comment, or experience with today's topic you'd like to share, call us now or email us at spiritofrecovery at unity.fm. We now return to Spirit of Recovery. So here we go. We're going to hear uh, my guest Greg Tamblin's song, Analog Brain in a Digital World, about the hazards of multitasking.
everybody Hold up your cell phones Switch off the ringer Turn on the video I want to see 200 versions of this show Scattered all over YouTube tomorrow I was working online I was talking on Bluetooth And downloading songs Checking email and YouTube Texting my friends, I twittered 20 new tweets And that's when my brain began to overheat My Black Mary's high-def digital camera Wouldn't sync up with my printer fax scanner Tech support calls started yakking away Lost in translation all the way from Bombay I had to break out of this techno mood I needed something primal like a big hunk of food Before a nano moment I forgot where it is So I googled directions from my den to my fridge I was so fried I wondered how much bandwidth it would take for my iPod To download a sandwich Deep in my hard drive a feeling took root My brain just might crash if I didn't reboot All this hyper-technology is starting to pile up The planet's on broadband, my head's on dial-up Reality is virtually cluttered My neural connections are starting to sputter These gizmos and gigabytes are geeking me out Single-tasking is obsolete now I need to slow down, my life is a blur I got an analog brain in a digital world I jumped in my hybrid, turned on satellite radio, strapped on my hands free and fired up my cell phone, almost backed over my wife on her Segway. The dashboard lit up, said I was low on latte. Where was Starbucks? I could only guess. My PDA can't do GPS. I stopped for directions and wandered in here and wound up singing to you. Isn't that weird? All this hyper technology starting to pile up. The planet's on broadband. My head's on dial up. Dot coms, dot org. It's hard to keep track. People wearing headsets surgically attached. These gizmos and gigabytes are geeking me out. And single tasking is obsolete now. I need to slow down. My life is a blur. I got an analog brain in a digital world. Friends, if this story seems complicated, or if to any part... Thanks for uh, giving us perspective on that, Greg. The sad thing is, it's not too far from reality. It's pretty much how it is. That is reality now. And the thing is, it's not about... Being anti-technology, I love technology as much as anybody. I mean, we, you and I couldn't be having this conversation in two different places with the engineer in a third place if we didn't have all this wonderful technology. It's just that we, we can get addicted to it, and, and it's so much harder if we're multitasking, if we're, if we're constantly online, to, to slow down and to stay in our natural rhythm, the natural rhythms of life. And, 
And I really firmly believe this is why it's so important to be aware of what you're doing and, and to try to do one thing at a time and to take time every day to unplug, unplug from the world and meditate or commune with nature or pray or connect with God in some way that restores and replenishes you because the, the faster life gets, the harder that is and the easier it is to just push it aside. And that's how we get stressed out. Well, Greg, thank you for being here today. And um, you've just made, you've made me laugh. You've been making me laugh for years, so I appreciate it. And um, we're going to close out here with your song about just that, about connecting with God. And it said, uh, God as a poet. Tell us briefly about this, and we're going to hear it. Oh, this is an idea that a, a co-writer of mine, Lance Cowan, he, had, he came up with this idea. I think of God as a poet, and then from there we expanded it to God as a dreamer and God as a pilot. And it's just a, kind of a nice way to think about God. It's a, it's a metaphor song and one I love singing. Great. Well, let's hear it. Greg Tamblin. Okay. Think of God as a poet He writes from the heart With love and emotion And it all comes raining down on us Like free verse I think he writes with a pencil Cause that makes erasing our mistakes so simple And that's what all the very best poets will do It's around dreaming up wild new things like time and space, dinosaurs and people. He loses track of the hours, and in the stillness we can feel this power of a quiet moment immersed in beauty. It's a sweet stunt flyer that loop-de-loops Puts on a real fine show Sometimes we go barnstorming Wind in my hair, I don't care where we're going And if I spiral out of control, he takes the wheel There's a pilot deep within the heart of God. 
God is a poet I love it, Greg. And that really is the antidote to all the getting lost in the technology, isn't it? I think it's the antidote for a lot of things, actually, but certainly um, getting lost in technology, getting overwhelmed by technology, yeah. Yeah, good. Um, well, I was just going to say that Einstein said the only important question is, uh, is the universe a friendly place or not? And I think when you can conceive of a God that is a poet, that the poetry of the universe, a God that's a dreamer, a God that's on your side. And I think you can get to that place in recovery. And I think once you get to that place, it does make life a lot easier to have that belief. Yeah. Greg, thank you so much for being my guest today. And thank you for the music that you uh, keep on producing that inspires us and makes us laugh and um, helps us keep it in perspective. Appreciate it. Well, it's been so fun for me, and thanks for having me. Thank you. And for all of you who'd like to read more about Greg or uh, listen to his music, find out more about it, is www.gregtamblin.com, and that's G-R-E-G-T-A-M-B-L-Y-N.com. GregTamblin.com, and also that's on my Facebook page on the Spirit of Recovery page, so you can find that uh, website address there. And um, be sure to check it out, because uh, Greg's got lots, lots, lots more great music and great humor for you. And I want you to uh, join us next week when we're going to have another great show. The topic's going to be Creating a Calm, Connected Christmas. And uh, is it possible to actually enjoy the holidays? Yes, it is. Um, We can have peaceful celebrations with our family and friends. And uh, my guest is going to be the counselor, uh, Nancy Little. PhD, and she's going to give us some practical spiritual techniques to release behavior patterns that could block our holiday joy. And she's going to show us how to create new ways of seeing and being so that we can feel calm and connected to God, to ourselves, and to our loved ones. So join us next week for creating a calm, connected Christmas. And thank you all for tuning in. Thanks for listening today. And uh, again, Greg, thanks so much for being with us and for your music. And uh, God bless and know that you're all in my thoughts and prayers and have a blessed week. Thank you for tuning in to Spirit of Recovery with Reverend Anna Schaus, Ph.D., and her guests. Join Anna and her guests live every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Pacific for down-to-earth ideas on keeping spirituality in the heart of your recovery. Spirit of Recovery, only on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. This program is brought to you in part by Soul Matters Ministry in Olympia, Washington, committed to bringing light to the soul. Online at www.soulmatters-spiritworks.org. taught us that it is our divine creator's great pleasure to give us the kingdom of limitless good. We are all heirs to incredible abundance, and yet many people right now are stuck and struggling in a place of lack. How do we walk the walk and experience vibrant health, profound love, limitless wealth, and overflowing joy in the midst of a world consciousness of lack and separation? 
Each week, you will learn powerful and practical tools to experience greater abundance in every area of your life. Hear from experts and visionaries that are living examples of sacred abundance and have your questions about prosperity answered from a spiritual perspective. Join Reverend Robin Ryder live every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Central Time on Sacred Abundance, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. From on the air to on the sea, pack your bags and come with me. Hey, hey, what you waiting for? An early winter rendezvous with all the things you love to do. Hey, hey, treat yourself to more. A little more summer, a little more sun, a little less work and a lot more fun. A little more beach, a little more sand. A little less stress and a lot more pain. Join your favorite Unity Online Radio hosts for Cruise in the Caribbean, November 10th to 17th, 2012. On this fun-filled Caribbean adventure, enjoy sunshine, exceptional dining, and island excursions. Feed your spirit with music, message, and meditation, plus one-on-one time with some of your favorite hosts. That's Cruise in the Caribbean, November 10th to 17th, 2012. To learn more, go to unity.fm slash cruise. A little more sunset, a little more sea, a little less do and a lot more Inspiration only takes a moment. Your friends at Unity invite you to reflect on these words from Reverend Jim Rosemurgy. Pause and take a deep breath. When you are ready, affirm silently to yourself. Sweet, sweet spirit, I desire a closer walk with you. Show me the way. I am listening. Take time now, in the silence, to get in touch with the spiritual guidance within you. Have faith that your next step, your unfolding, your spiritual growth, is coming to you in divine order, through your spiritual instinct or your spiritual knowingness. This meditative moment is brought to you by Unity. I'm Michelle Phillips, a celebrity makeup artist, beauty expert, self-confidence coach, and Hay House author. My podcast, Beauty and Beyond, is the place for women navigating the challenges of the aging process. Listen in for my professional advice, as well as my expert guests, as we share valuable tips, practical tools, and empowering resources to help you not only look amazing, but also live an amazing life. Part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network and available wherever you get your podcasts. 